Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. We're chatting about the death of Des O'Malley at the age of 82 that was announced earlier this morning while we've been on air. And Bridget Teefee, steeped in Limerick politics, including on Limerick Council, um, but also very much at the heart of the PDs uh, locally during its existence, is on the line. Uh, good morning to you, Bridget. Uh, good morning, Joe. So what are very your thoughts sad. this morning? Very, yes. Yeah, very sad uh, to hear the passing of Des Oh, my God, a wonderful man, wonderful, brave politician. I suppose a man before his time. So many memories, uh, Joe, this morning, and I'm getting messages there from people we're all remembering back various things. I suppose the PDs, 85, and all the euphoria around the country. It was a very brave decision. Before that, it had been troubled times and been a fall. So he was elected as a very young man. I know you've been uh, just tuned in there to the end of your programme. You've had days on and it's sad to hear his voice. Lovely, but it's sad. Um, he was elected as a very young man by election after Donnock in 1969 and then was made uh, Minister for Justice very soon after that, very young age, with a young family. And his wife, Pat, was passed away previously. Oh, we remember, and he was Minister for Industry and Commerce, and then we went on various ups and downs in the PDs, and we had great years in the PDs. 87, the big election, 14 uh, TDs, including public class. They two seats here in Limerick and East Limerick, you know, great times. And and there was a seat in in West Limerick in that 87 election as well, wasn't there? which was unheard of in a three-seater, yeah, John McCoy, yeah. And because I mean, obviously, it, it it was a party set up for national reasons, but because Des O'Malley was um, uh, at the centre of it, it, it caused a, a huge political um, impact in Limerick, didn't it? Oh, it did. And Des O'Malley was so highly respected in Limerick and around the country. Oh, it was massive, and I remember the meetings. They were massive. We had huge, big meeting in. Um, the Limerick Inn there in the early days. Uh, oh my God. And likewise, Cork, Galway, all around the country, and fabulous speeches and everything. You know, I suppose different times. Um, and, and we were all young then, yeah. Yeah. Time. And, and, yeah. And the thing is, Bridget Tiffy, I mean, it was never dull in the PDs. The as you say, ups and downs, controversies, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. you know, you, you you even had your own couple of rows, and we would remember yeah. the Pat Cox situation. You know, there were yeah. there were a number of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was that was very difficult for all of us, and it was very difficult for me. Uh, you know, if you're in the middle of it, it was yeah. But look, we got on with it, and was, uh, there was sadness, and there was great days, and there was tears, and there was, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and how did you yeah. feel, by the way, when Days led the PDs into coalition with his arch nemesis, Charles Hawhey, as the leader of Fianna Fáil? Well, he was very brave to do it. Like he was, uh, what would you say? He was pragmatic. He did it for the con- for the good of the country, really, and to get the PD. Uh, policies implemented, which we did. We got ministers and there were a lot of policies, a lot of good policies implemented. But it's always, as you know, with history and it's always difficult when you're the small coalition partner. You seem to get blamed for all the things that happen. You've seen that over the years with the different parties. 
but it was great. We did get a lot of stuff implemented in it. And, you know, fair play to him, he was able to overcome that and they both managed, they managed and it was good government. Yeah. Um, it's often said of him that he was the greatest Irish politician never to be Taoiseach. I would agree totally with that. And many, many people would say that. The best Taoiseach we never had, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was wonderful. And he's, I'm just thinking of things. His speech, I stand by the Republic. That one back in, uh, what was it, the early 80s, wasn't it? He was. And, and, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a wonderful speech, yeah. And Willie O'Dea, who you'd know, and he paid yeah. a very warm tribute in the last hour, a very genuine I tribute, I think. To, because, yeah, 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 to yeah. to Des. Um, Very nice. He, Very he nice. was reminding us of, you know, um, the the bitter irony of conduct unbecoming, which yeah. you know he yeah. called his memoir Des O'Malley many years later, as I mentioned there. But I mean, the idea at that time that he was drummed out of Fianna Fáil for conduct unbecoming. Yeah. I think most people look back on that, including within Fianna Fáil, and think, you know, how did that happen? Yeah, how did that happen? Yeah, indeed, indeed. And then you had the various things you. Beef Tribunal, you had a lot, you had a huge amount of stuff. He was always very brave to take decisions on his own. He was never afraid to stand up and be counted. Mm. But, but I imagine, I mean, from a very young age, again, Willie O'Dea reminding us that at, at times he was given a revolver for his own protection when he was Minister for Justice. You mentioned his late wife, yeah. Pat, and there'll be sadness in uh, Tyrone as well today over, yeah. over all of that. Um, and the pressure that they were under as a family, that he was under at various points in his career. I'm sure it took a toll on his health. It had to. Oh, it had to. The pressure, he had to move houses at the time. Um, he was a huge guard of protection. Um, the late Jerry McCabe and Ben O'Sullivan were some of his regular people there. So they had to move house like Pat had very young family. There were only a few of the children there at that stage as he was only in his early 30s. And it was very difficult and at that time, too, like the communications weren't like they are now. We were living in a very different times, you know. So it was, Pat was a great woman as well to keep the show on the road. But it was very, very difficult for him from yeah. moving house and never knowing what was going to happen yeah. next. And, and I could only imagine, Bridget Teefy, you know, in any other circumstances, this would be an absolutely enormous funeral. But of course, restrictions are still in place. There's 50 yeah. allowed and, and all of that. And he deserves it. He deserves it, you know. But as you said, with the restrictions and people are nervous of funerals and everything. But it's, it's a very sad day and sympathy to his family, you know. Uh, yeah. And we had, we had Owen O'Malley only on the show a couple of weeks ago. His son, right, uh, professor of politics. Mayor, yeah, yes, directly elected yes. mayor. Um, and when were you last in touch with Des? It's a couple of months ago. I was on the phone to him. And I would keep in touch with Fiona, his daughter. Yes, Fiona, who was yeah, elected in Dublin, yeah, of course. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, but um, and and uh, you know he. he and he was in very good and brilliant memory, chatting all about yeah. the different things and whatever you know. So the mind, but the mind was still very sharp, even, even though I know he, he the wasn't. The mind was brilliant. Yeah, yeah and the family yeah. had said that right up to the end. The mind was brilliant, but his body just wasn't as good. And as you know, he had chest problems there over the years you know and eventually yeah, um, yeah, uh, well, yeah. Uh, f- fair to call it Bridget the, the time of your lives that whole period indeed indeed we had, and those wonderful people you know wonderful people and we're so busy and as I said we have great highs and wonderful times and wonderful speeches and met so 
people travel the country to all the various meetings and you know it was great great memories I'm trying to say I know, I know. Listen, I, 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 you've been very good. Come on, but I, I even remember myself and a lot of journalists when we started out. You know, and Des O'Malley was always very courteous and very nice to me. But I, I do remember there was always a bit of trepidation as to who was going to call Desi for the quote or for the interview yeah. because <laughs> you were never a hundred percent sure. Yeah. You'd <laughs> always get a good one, then you'd always get. A you'd good always one. get a good quote. Yeah, it was, all, it was, was always worth the phone call. It was. For one of the elections, I remember an account and asking what was going to happen after the election. The famous expression, let the hair sit, wasn't it? That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. right, Bridget. Well, listen, yeah. Bridget TV, thank you for talking to us this morning. Yeah. We, we really do appreciate your time. And uh, obviously, we'll reflect a little bit more on Des O'Malley over the next couple of days as well. But the announcement of um, his passing at the age of 82 happened while we were on uh, the air. And um, may he rest in peace and our sympathies, of course, to his friends, to his families, to his political colleagues colleagues and supporters uh, as well and uh, just reminded before we leave Nigel Dugdale um, uh, has on the last page of Des O'Malley's uh, book um, he says I have no regrets that I did not become Taoiseach in the Fianna Fáil of the 80s um, I would not have survived long anyway uh, there is a need in public life for people to say uncomfortable words and to ask awkward questions to have remained silent would not have served the public interest Call Limerick today now on 461995.